Hi guys, K.O. here. Welcome to Turmeric and Tequila, where we are working to inspire positive, radical social evolution by uniting mission-driven humans. I'm so excited. We are welcoming some local to Colorado young female entrepreneurs to the TNT Mike Bite Bars. They are going to break it down for us on their journey. These are the No Regret Energy Bar that are raw, vegan, gluten-free, all natural, and no sugar added. And they actually taste good. Can you believe it? So Casey and Sabina are going to tell us about their entrepreneurial journey, stepping right into it right from college, things that they have learned, good words of advice, and some inspirational mottos to lean into. This is the one. If you're thinking about taking the leap, starting a business, even if you don't know everything, this is the conversation you want to listen to. And check out these bars. They're super, super good. I'm hoping to get them into some CrossFit situations, but they're clean, they're travel-friendly, they're kid-friendly. They've got some good stuff going on, and they're, most importantly, produced by good humans, good people, so let's support that cause. Enjoy this conversation. Go get yourself some Fight Bars, and be sure to check us out wherever you listen to your podcasts, and the videos will be up on YouTube. Cheers. Welcome to Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Questioning a better way, one gracefully disruptive conversation at a time. and tequila. I'm so excited today. We have some young female entrepreneurs in the house. I'm so pumped. They've established a Colorado-based company, Bite Bar. This stems from their own heart space because they're looking for something better on the market. So I'm super excited for them to share their story, what they're doing, where you can find them, and maybe some pro tips that if you are a budding entrepreneur looking to get into the game, this is uh, these are two phenomenal leaders that can help you build the base. So I'm going to read a quick background on them, and then I'm going to let them jump in and tell them tell their story from them as we do on Turmeric and Tequila. So this is Bite Bar. It's Casey and Sabina, the co-founders of Bite Bars. They moved to Colorado to build a healthier lifestyle. The cousin duo couldn't find something satisfying in the snack category uh, or anything that could keep up, so they invented Bite Bars. Fuel uh, small enough to... Um, if you feel small enough to fit in your pocket, powerful enough to get you up the mountain and raw enough to get you through the powder. Bite bars were built for badass people, just like Casey and Sabina, who approach life with the work hard, play hard mentality. Welcome aboard to the bite life. I love this. And bite stands for be yourself today, every day. So this really spoke to turmeric and tequila. But without further ado, welcome to the mic, you guys. Thanks, Kristen. Thanks for having us. Yes. So tell me that was the formal intro, but give me like your version of the background of, okay, we're playing outdoors. We moved to Colorado. We're eating, you know, XYZ bars. It's not really like filling, fueling us or filling the gap. How did this like initially start for you guys? Cool. Yeah. So, um, for the listeners that don't know, Sabina and I are actually cousins. Um, our moms are two of nine sisters. So that's pretty crazy. Fun fact. But yeah, we uh, both grew up as female athletes. I was an ice hockey and softball player and Smino was a competitive ski racer. Um, and we both ended up in Colorado. And I think as a kid, we both ate energy bars. It's such an easy, quick on the go snack. Your Cliff bars, your Lara bars, your Go Macro, whatever it may be. Um, and I think as we got into our 20s, we started to realize that none of the bars really did it for us. Most of them don't taste very good on our opinion um, or just were the not the right size. Like as female athletes, you just need something that's quick on the go, easy energy. Um, so, yeah, we really wanted to make a better tasting, better for you energy bar. So we started Bite Bars in 2019 
And we first started selling them at the University of Colorado Boulder, where we're both proud alumni, Sco Buffs. And um, a year later, we were accepted on the shelves at Whole Foods Market. So that was exciting, our first big retail account. Um, and we're excited to continue to expand. That's amazing. So this is a really, if you don't know, a lot of turmeric and tequila listeners are um, athletes or, you know, fitness enthusiasts or something. So they're pretty familiar with the consumer package space, um, consumer package goods space and bars in particular are really hard to break into. You had like RX bar sell for a bunch of money and, and stuff, but there are thousands. Um, and the irony is though, like if you're out there and you're an athlete, it's really hard to find a good one. So there's, there's some irony in the game, but what made you guys confident that, you know, we can do this different. Maybe you did or didn't have a bunch of experience in that category, but like, what was like the confidence push? It's like, we just got to do this and we're just going to do it and figure it out as we go. Um, I think it was, it really clicked when Casey and I figured out like what our brand identity was going to be and how we were going to like present ourselves to the consumers and differentiate ourselves and truly owning that to separate ourselves, um, on the shelf from the other guys. Love it. And as a branding professional, I love the straightforwardness. I love the fun side of it. I love the, the colors. It very much reminds me of like ski neon, like ski gift shop. Like it's, you're kind of out there being the most, it's like the best, it's usually like, it's like closing day when you wear like all your crazy stuff. Um, and if you know me, my neon is like part of my identity. So I'm already a fan of that, but you know, the one thing is the branding, but really you need quality products and it's really about the ingredients. And I love seeing that my young people, I think there's probably at least 20 years difference between us, which we don't need to fully do the math, but I, I love that you guys are questioning this better way around nutrients and what you're putting in your bodies so early, because this, I was a D one top 20 athlete and we sort of did nutrition, but not really. I think our lifting coach was like, don't eat fast food. And that was like the extent of our <laughs> nutritional conversation. How did, how did you guys start to navigate the waters of like nutrition and like what you wanted to put into the bars? Yeah, I think there's just a lot of different opinions when it comes to nutrition, especially with female athletes. Um, and so I think Sabine and I both approach it in a way that's just what is food that makes you feel healthy and makes you feel like yourself, makes you feel happy. Um, and I think it's kind of a trial and error thing. So we just started making them in the kitchen and yeah, landed on a really tasty product. Yeah, they're great. And if anyone that gets picky, and again, a lot of our listeners too, peanut butter, almonds, coconut, gluten-free seeds, it's good oils, um, cinnamon, I'm a huge fan of, flaxseed. So they do cover a lot of things. And I love it on the site, you like intentionally say like flaxseed eases joint pain, like you say what it is and then what it, um, how it can benefit you in your body when you go to digest it. I think these are all really great things. And I do think our young people are leaning into this. It's not just like your parents giving you a power bar way back in the day or a Lara bar. Like, I think our kiddos are actually looking at labels and seeing what they want to put into their body. So I love that you guys transparently put that on a part of the story, but really clearly on the website. Um, now, you, even if you have a great bar and if you have great branding, it's really hard to get into this business space. You need product brokers sometimes or a really good PR person. How have you guys navigated some of these relationships where you can get in shelf space or get some great PR um, or some of these other you know, great relationships just to get things started? I think um, we were fortunate enough to be introduced to the organic, um, what am I trying to say, the natural food industry through friends and there's a huge network in Boulder, Colorado, naturally Boulder. Um, so just being able and not being like ignorant that we know everything 
and being able to ask questions to people in the field who have experience, um, who can help guide you, like listening to their feedback and just trial and error, really. So we got the Whole Foods local foragers contact and were able to get in their face um, and understand when their review period was. Um, and we were lucky enough to be able to be rotated in as a local brand because people love to support local. Yeah. And yeah, it's just been a learning process. I love that. And I love that you're leading with humility. I think the old school uh, way was to come in, like bang in your chest, like you do know it all. You're presenting everything shiny and polished and put together. When reality, even if you're presenting that way, we know just like athletes, like someday on game day, like you have to show up with all your experience, but like, shit, we don't know how this game's going to go. Like you got to be confident, but there's so much within you just have to navigate as you go. Um, and I think the old school way, the corporates, like you show up, you know, not really wanting to listen. You want to show up knowing it all, even though you don't. And now this new wave of our younger humans, like you guys are leading with that humility, being transparent about it and sharing the process. And I think in turn, that's actually really great unintentional marketing and a great way to build authentic community because I think people can be fans of the bars and unfans of the business process, fans of, you know, women owned or Colorado based companies. Like there's so many angles uh, that are awesome that are about transparency versus having like this super sharp know-it-all marketing plan. So I think you guys are such a phenomenal example of that. And I love that you are transparent in it because I really do think if you sat down with some of these formal high-end agencies, they would advise you otherwise. Mm -hmm. And my smaller agency would tell you to keep doing what you're doing because I think you're right on that, that tip of graceful disruption and doing it different. And I actually think that's what our young people, our future consumers are looking for. Have you guys had some um, immediate feedback? I know you do a lot of events and you've been on you know, TV shows and, and featured on some things, but have you been able to be really in touch with the consumers and get immediate feedback? Yeah, so we actually, um, after launching onto the shelves at Whole Foods Market in 2020, we did a year of just as much sampling as possible, like in-store demos when we were allowed after COVID. And then we also participated in Yoga on the Rocks, which was huge for us just in terms of gathering consumer feedback and data. And we just did a slight reformulation and packaging rebrand of all of our original bars. Um, we kind of heard from consumers that our original names were a little too confusing and people were, we named one of our original bars after Sabina. Um, it was the beanies bite, but people thought it had beans in it. So we changed it to Sinatari <laughs> just being like super clear, straightforward about what's in the product. And also we just tried to make the bars that much better, um, in terms of the label, but also in terms of taste. And then also we um, would get a bunch of consumers come up to the table and be like, oh, it looks so cute, but I have a nut allergy. Like I can't eat your products. I feel like lots of bars on the shelf have peanut butter, have almonds. Um, so we just actually launched our first nut-free flavor, our Lemmy Raz protein bite bar. So for all your, the nut-free people out there. That's awesome. I think the key takeaway there is the ability to innovate because you can do all your research. You can do everything you think is right, but then you really got to get out there and touch and get in touch on the ground level um, and see what the people are saying. And they will tell you. And the key piece is listening. You'd be surprised how many companies just don't listen because they just want to do it their way and in turn lose money and, and consumers and community. Um, what's something, what's like the biggest thing? I'm assuming you guys have done some of the demos, like you've been out there in the field, right? Yes. What's like the biggest thing that you've learned? Cause it's a lot of work. I, my first business was uh, lacrosse camps and it was like booth set up and camp equipment. And I mean, it's so much labor. What's the biggest thing you've learned, you've learned being kind of out there, like doing the guerrilla marketing. 
just to listen to your consumers, like we were just talking about, um, being open to all feedback, negative feedback, and iterating it in your business practice to make your brand even more strong. So you, for us, like we started really small. So we did that iteration and now we're getting accepted into other regions with like our newer products. So it's, it's paying off. <laughs> that's awesome. I think being able to take negative feedback is, is tough, especially when it's a product or something you bleed. It's not like a cell phone or something you're completely disconnected for and you're just in it for the margins. Um, this is like your baby. So sometimes it's hard to hear real feedback. How has being, you know, top tier competitive athletes really, uh, given you a leg up being entrepreneurs? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think, uh, most athletes could relate to this, but it's like the early mornings and sometimes you like don't get to be on the hockey line that you want. You don't get to be on the first line. You don't get the playing time that you want. So I think as an athlete, you grow up having those challenges and some of the same skills to bounce back from those can be applied um, in what we're doing now. I could not agree more. Do you guys seek to work out with athletes specifically or um, is that any part of your agenda? I mean, yeah, we would love to be able to like sponsor athletes and them to rep bite and represent like the healthy, active, like wellness lifestyle. So it's definitely something we would participate in. I love it. Well, as ambassadors, but do you see God? I mean, it's probably, I'm assuming it's mostly you guys and like a couple other people, but like, as you continue to grow and hire, will you be seeking out athletes to like be part of your team as far as like the work side? Oh, I see. As like the culture. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't make it a requirement because like, but I feel like we attract this human. So. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I think you naturally like pull in what you are just putting out certain vibes. Right. So that's always, always a good thing. Um, how has it been? I'm curious on this because it is, I think you guys do a really good job of being clean and raw or there's protein now. So it's, it can appeal to different markets. How has like the mom community received you guys? Because again, people are being so much more intentional with their giving their young kids. I know peanuts are a conversation with babies and stuff, but how has it been with like the mom market? Yeah, it's funny. When we were doing our branding, um, our branding team gave us the advice to target one demographic. So we were like, this brand represents a lot of our values. Let's target women, females, young athletes like us. Um, so that's kind of where we started. And I feel like what we've seen is that just lots of people love bike bars anywhere from Sabina's um, little niece that's two years old is obsessed to um, moms for sure. And then just anyone that like loves outdoor activities, just like appeals to everyone. And yeah, the moms love the fact that we use um, organic ingredients and they're all raw, vegan, natural, um, healthy. Something kids cool. like and moms can feel good about. Yeah. I think the size is really good too. Like if you don't want to eat an entire bar, you it's like broken into two different chunks. So if like, you know, your kid maybe wants to eat it all, but they spill it and break it and drops on the floor. I think it's no pun intended, but digestible and just in its size. Um, I think that's good, but it's really, I couldn't agree more with your branding consultation of like really getting specific on your niche. And it's really cool to see where things navigate naturally and like who is naturally drawn in. Cause sometimes you don't, you don't know. And I think you do got to stick with where you come from and what you know, but it's cool to see some of these like outside things and be like, Oh, we didn't even think of that. Or this is really cool. It kind of fit here. And that wasn't even really on the agenda. Um, 
And I, I just think in general, it's so great to see like our kiddos, because we do have an obesity problem in America, primarily for our young people, really being conscious of what they're giving their their kiddos to start some of these habits as they grow up and get older. Um, I, I do want to know, uh, is so this is like your guys' full-time gig. Like you didn't go from like you graduated college, you didn't have like a, a part-time job doing this, like you guys full-on committed to entrepreneurial pursuits like from day one, right? Yeah, well, Casey did it out of the gate from college. I was in real estate, but that's also like an independent contractor role. Um, and I've always wanted to have my own brand. So yeah, I think we grew up surrounded by entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And like, so we saw the behind the scenes. Um, so just in our nature. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It definitely sounds like it's in the blood and it's been around you. So you're, you're clean, you're picking up Intel, you know, as you're growing up, whether you know it or not. Uh, but I think it's a really relevant conversation in this day and age where most people graduating in your generation don't want the nine to five. And you're seeing more people take things on, on YouTube or on the internet or just doing creative roles or influencers or whatever. They're really creating, you know, their own way of doing things. And I think that's in addition to being an awesome example in the consumer package, good space. I think you guys are really great examples of of somebody taking the leap and just believing. Do you guys have good words of advice for um, anyone that, you know, maybe feels pressure to take that traditional path, but really just wants to believe in the dream and just take the leap? I think do it, like follow your dreams. Um, I think there's always a path, no matter what obstacles you see in front of you, you don't have the funding, you don't feel like you can do it. And it's definitely hard um, there's definitely tough days, but it's also really fun and like something that we really believe in. I love that. How did you get funding is always a hard piece. How did you guys approach some of that, you know, being right out of the gate, right out of college? Yeah. So I think a lot of CPG brands, um, in our shoes start with family and friends funding. So we've just found family and friends that are kind of bite levers. We like to say, um, so yeah, we've just done family and friends funding to this point. That's awesome. Do you have um, goals on to like your first, are you going to be doing like first rounds of funding for the next level or what? what is some, what's on the trajectory for like the next six months to a year? It looks like we're on the trajectory to approach um, like a series A investor. So we have like either like network professionals that have already exited that have experience um, and also could guide us or we might be on shark tank. So yeah, just to get a new shark involved. There you go. We'll see if sharks like, um, eat bite bars. They're yeah. probably equally as, uh, they'll take a bite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> savvy, savvy nutritional sharks out there. Um, that's amazing. You guys have had to learn so much. Cause even if, I don't know what your majors were in college, but I was a comm major and immediately into business, but I mostly just did communication because it fit into my lacrosse schedule. Uh, my parents are super happy about that, but it didn't matter. Mm -hmm. Um, so even if you, you graduate with an MBA or whatever, you, there's still so much you learn as you, you do stuff. And I love that you guys really lead with that humble standpoint of like come equipped, you know, control all things you can, but really just be ready to, to listen and to learn. What's like the biggest thing you think you guys have learned or you didn't see coming at all that you've had to kind of navigate around? Yeah, I think it's funny. Um, I actually wanted to be a business major at CU and I applied to the business school and didn't get in. And then 
um, a couple of months ago, we ended up getting asked by one of the entrepreneurial like intro classes to teach at one of their classes. Yes. It's funny and back, but um, Full circle. I told them, honestly, I know we've come back to this a couple of times, but just listen um, to advice from Sweden. I don't know everything. We're learning as we go. And I feel like everyone has something to say. And you can learn something from people in the industry, but just anyone you talk to. So really just like listen and don't be too proud to say you don't know how to do something. That's awesome. How did, did you guys go teach the course? It was just one class, but oh, yeah. Okay. How'd it go? Really well, I think. It was like full circle. That's awesome. Did you tell them during that class that you actually didn't get into the business school? I did. Yeah. That's so awesome. (laughs) That's so awesome. They, I think at my university, George Mason university, you had to apply to get into the business school. I didn't even get that far because it literally like all the business classes were during like our game times or practice or so I can't even remember. Um, but it was a pretty arduous task to get in. And, uh, it's funny. I always wanted to go back and see who had successful businesses of those graduating classes that, got in. Um, but it, it, it's a fascinating journey. Sometimes I think that's really good takeaway for anyone listening. Like, even if you have this major blockage, like you don't get accepted into something that looks like a key piece of the journey that you need to do what you want to do, you can still kind of forge ahead. Uh, tell us about some goals. Like what's big, like, what do you guys really want to see with this brand next six months, you know, next couple of years, this space is changing so rapidly, rapidly with social media and ambassadors and opportunities, retail's changing. Um, what do you guys, where do you want to see this go? To the moon. Yeah. It's hard to pinpoint, but so we have like, we want to expand our protein line. We want to, we're launching into King Super. So we're expanding our distribution channels, um, breaking into other regions beyond just where we are with Colorado and California. Um, and like gaining a bigger following and more bite support it's just like amazing to see people really obsessed with what you've created. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just to meet more biters along the way. There you go. Well, I think it's very cool. I think you've highlighted the ability to listen, strategic partnerships. I think people often sleep on the idea of just who's in your immediate network, obviously friends and family, friends and family for the funds, like that always helps, but really just like the intel that's around you. I think most people have had success in their business world will be more than willing to share or help or give back. I love seeing Uh, women helping women's businesses, because there is still some of this old school narrative that women don't want to help women. I don't think that's the truth anymore. There might be a couple, but there's also men that don't want to help men. So we we need to disrupt some of those narratives, but it's really exciting to see women intentionally buying from women's companies or or men alike buying from women's companies. Like it's cool to see community support around different things. When you see a company that's doing things intentionally, Um, do you guys have any like company crushes or anyone that you watch or business owners or something that you guys really keep tabs on that you want to be like? Yeah, I'm obsessed with Oatly, the okay. Oatly brand. Um, I think they do a fabulous job. And like, they're, they've like, they're already beyond, they're global. They're trying to like get schools and the government to stop like funding um, regular milk and switch to oat milk because it's like better for the planet and CO2 emissions and everything. Um, so they're like my number one idol. Yeah, I think mine would probably be Magic Spoon. Um, it is, I think they just launched a Target, but they started as just an e-commerce brand. It's a healthy cereal 
um, like zero sugar, high protein. But I think it's just so cool. They went from being a nobody, nobody a couple years ago, and now like they're huge. They have hundreds of thousands of Instagram followers. They do such a cool job with their branding. Um, and it's just really cool to see how they're taking everyone's like childhood favorite breakfast and making it something that's actually good for you. I love it. So it's very, I mean, my company, Caroline's, we work specifically with mission-driven brands because in this day and age, as young consumers, you guys, it's not just about the product. It's like, what are you actually doing? And you see some of these companies getting in, you know, government and disrupting law. And um, I think marketing is so deeply powerful. That's why we started to and tequila to cultivate conversations to question a better way and highlight people like you guys doing different things um, because it's so influential because our kids are consuming off social media. And there's like laws, big food, big pharma that you need to get in and disrupt. And it's cool to see brands take time and energy and resource to tackle some of these problems they don't have to. And like this takes away from like margin and everything. But in turn, the mission matters. I think it's huge for your soul. It's great marketing. I know that's not why they're doing it, um, but it's really cool. And furthermore, that you guys, like you see it, you get it and you want to do it. So it's like almost like it perpetuates companies to do the same. Do you guys have a passion point you'd really want to get involved with Bite Bar? Like, you know, building more tree or planting more trees or recycling or sustainability, anything like that? I think we want to work on like the production line sustainability, just because it's an immediate impact we can help right now. Um, so being really thoughtful about like how, where we're sourcing our ingredients, like can we use upcycled ingredients um, just like immediately, but what about you? Yeah. Yeah. Just like, I feel like every little thing, like, you say that an individual can't have an impact, but if everyone does their part, I feel like we can move towards a better planet. It's clearly something that we need to be doing if we yes. want to stick around. Clear off your own doorstep. It's true. And starting out, it's really hard to uh, not only get your shit together and get it out there and do it right, but then create a give back or create a mindset where you're doing one more thing. Like there's so many moving parts. So I really do applaud not only you guys doing that, but keeping eyes on companies that are doing that. Um, and that in turn also facilitates this, you know, community that when otherwise you think it'd be competitors, you're really like, you know, watching and working alongside, just like in sports, like you train with your team and you want to go hard and you want to win, but every day you're learning from somebody that's going harder than you, or that, you know, scores a goal on you or whatever, like you kind of want um the idea of when the water level rises all boats rise so i think it's great that you guys are keeping your eye on some of these companies that are doing a really varsity job of uh making money and being a, a good company but being a productive you know place and company in our planet and, and really be mission driven um I love it. I can't wait to see where you guys grow and what you're going to do. Do you have any immediate events or anything you guys want to share with the TNT community that you have coming out? Sure. We are um, participating in Yoga on the Rocks again. We'll be there every Saturday, except the holiday weekend in July, handing out samples. Um, but yeah, anything yeah. else coming in? Um, we're usually around core power. We're we're proud partners of Core Power, so we do a bunch of stuff with them. Um, so you'll probably see us at some events there this summer and just around Denver. We'll be at Mars Ricks this weekend. So we'll go, go check them out, see what they have going on, check out the branding and the message and the mission. It's really awesome. I was a fan right away. I want to thank Maddie for connecting us because it's right on par with what we want to talk about on Chimic and Tequila. I hope uh, many of our recent grads or people that are going to be graduating are listening to this conversation because it's an awesome example 
uh, an encouragement to just take the leap, believe in what you really want to do, waste no time doing what you think you're supposed to be doing and just go out there. Where, where do we find you guys? You guys want to drop some handles? We'll of course have it labeled, but if someone's in the car listening, where do we, where, where do we stock you guys? Yes. We're in whole foods in Colorado, um, Lever's Locavore, choice market, Marzerk's fine foods, or you can find us online by bars.com. Um, we always have a good promos going on our social media. So check us out. Boom. Uh, we're coming to King Supers at the end of this year. Awesome. So go check out retailers. That's such a huge uh, nod to you guys. That's really hard to get into. So that's, that's big. I hope to see you guys. If my CrossFitters are listening, the protein's awesome. Hopefully we'll drag them out to a couple events so you can get your hands on what they have going on. But if not, get online or get in one of those stores and see what they have going on. Ladies, any final words of advice for entrepreneurs or anything out there or, or good luck notes, mottos, any uh, gold nuggets you want to drop before we wrap up? Be yourself and be a good person. <laughs> there you go. And fuel accordingly. Thank you so much, ladies. I love the energy enthusiasm. I can't wait to see where things go. Um, and maybe we'll check in in six months and, and see how it's all uh, growing and glowing. That'd be awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Kristen. Thanks, ladies. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for joining Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Tune in next time and don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.